well, we did want to make today memorable. <laughs> I don't think we're going to forget this, a fire alarm at the moment of the blessing of the icons. Uh, there's a good message in that. Well, it has been a, a very active week here at St. Philothea. As you can see, you left last Sunday, the walls were bare white, and you came back this Sunday, uh, and the walls are now filled with beautiful icons of the Nativity of Christ and the Resurrection. And we learned a lot in this week. We learned that we didn't come to church to look at God. We come to church for God to look at us. That was a beautiful message from Dr. Asen Kieran on Thursday night. We brought the group of painting technique students from UGA and they sat in rapt attention, or at least I think they were, they were awfully quiet, while I painted the face of Christ and talked to them about painting and the incarnation that God took on flesh and dwelt among us. And I pitched it strong. Because they're not getting that at the university. The meaning of life. Why are we here? And I told them lots of important things. And I said, you step away from iconography. You step into the world of the passions. You step away from perfection. Now you may have noticed this morning that icons make us feel differently. That a church is a place that shouldn't be like any other place on earth. If you're watching, did you hear the choir? They had a little more zip in them. They were feeling proud. What beauty. What breathtaking beauty. A lot of people came through this week and I heard them catch their breath. Some had tears welling up in them. Isn't that what the kingdom of heaven should be? Shouldn't this be a place of refuge? A place to come for comfort? A place to come to find meaning and purpose? It's good they read the epistle and the gospel that they did today. The epistle exhorts us let all that you do be done in love. Let that be your motivation. And you tie that with the disciples fishing and you got the whole package. What prevents us from living fully in the moment and experiencing God's grace every second of our lives? Money. Money. And what does money represent? Money is what you make it. It's our attitude towards it that matters. Money represents unbelief if you don't use it properly because you don't think you will have enough. You'll work and toil and struggle and barely get by. And then Christ comes along and says, guys, Put your nets out on the other side of the boat. But Lord, we worked hard all night. We struggled, we toiled, but because you told us to, we will obey. 
the key word, obey. It unlocks the door of God's blessing. Now these icons were a gift. As I said to the parish council, they're a gift with an expiration date. Meaning if you don't act and you don't have faith, we will lose this opportunity. God has so fixed the circumstances so that we would have a team and we would have the weekend and we would have the place to paint icons. And we stepped out in faith. And as it unfolded, I couldn't believe what was happening. What a rich tradition. What a depth of wonder that God has offered to us through iconography. So when we come into a church, we should feel different. We should feel God's presence. And in order to apprehend God's presence when we leave the church, we have to take that spirit with us. I said earlier that money is the problem. Money is not the problem. Unbelief is the problem. God can pour out his abundance on us as witnessed by the apostles. We just don't trust him. And so we hoard our money. We're tight. We're not generous. But if we were generous, we wouldn't have fundraisers. We would have no need to go out and ask people for money, it would be pouring from us. And people would see that and they would come and join the blessings and then they would put their treasures in. Because it's not about money. It's about blessings and how we relate to one another. So we offered to paint these icons and the parish council accepted with grace. And then a miracle happened all week long. People came by and were moved in their spirit. People came at 7.30 in the morning and made coffee. People set up beautiful icon presentations and gave lectures. People painted. This joy was a week and this week was a joy of heaven. Our fellowship. Our love for one another our opportunity to use the talents that God has given us. And so all week long I talked about the Incarnation. That is that God took on flesh and dwelt among us. That changes everything. He took on flesh because He had to become one of us in order to descend into Hades and conquer death. That He shattered the gates of hell. You can see the keys, the locks. He shattered the gates of hell and reopened the gates of paradise. And what did He do? He raised Adam and Eve from their tombs. Death is conquered. Where is thy sting? Christ is victorious. Now how do we live like that every day? How do we not get weighed down by the world's pressures, by the temptations, 
by the illnesses, by the financial setbacks. How do we overcome that? We come here. We come here to see, to feel, to be reassured that God is in control. And in unforeseen events, which we all have, and many, sometimes many a day, unforeseen events, that God is in control, that He loves us, and that He will walk with us, and we will do our part. We will offer our hand and let Him take our wrist and raise us from the dead. So now it's time to celebrate. And we have celebrated. We've celebrated the body and blood of Christ. And that is the center point of our being, of our existence, of our life. That is what gives us the hope and the strength and the courage so that when we go through these doors, they don't see people trembling and afraid. They see people who know that God has conquered death. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.